fearless. Founding 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 fearless. Welcome to the Founding Fearless podcast. We are your hosts, Sydney Key and Priscilla Olivares, and we're here to support you through your journey in becoming a fearless leader and discovering your inner confidence. We are talking about all things entrepreneurial through a college woman's lens. We hope to leave you feeling empowered after each episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Founding Fearless podcast, season two. Today, we have a true Austinite and true representation of the women's startup culture in Austin. Christy Owens has called Austin home for almost 20 years. After graduating from the University of Texas, she had a brief career in real estate before starting 365 Things Austin. In her previous life, Christy was an uninspired realtor who was feeling a little bit bored with her day-to-day. So on January 1st, 2010, she made a New Year's resolution to write about one thing to do each day in her beloved city of Austin, Texas. And thus, 365 Things Austin was born. A few of her favorite things are happy hour wine, the first day of any vacation, her dog Brady, and being with her friends and fam. Welcome to the Founding Fearless podcast, Christy. Thank you so much for coming. We're so excited to have you on. (laughs) I'm glad to be here. Well, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, where'd you grow up, go to school at, and um, how'd you get here? I grew up in Houston. I was actually, it was south of Houston, so I grew up near NASA loved where I grew up it was great I actually didn't even want to go to college like I was one of those high schoolers that I loved my family I loved my friends Mm -hmm. we really just had a great life so I back then maybe it's still a thing you can be in the top 10 percent and you could have gone to any state school Mm -hmm. yeah so I was in the top 10 percent luckily and I just applied to UT because I was like my parents were like you're going to college like Mm -hmm. because I kept telling them I didn't want to go to college I'm like no I just need to like I want to stay here for another year and they're like no so I applied to call. I applied to UT and I got in. And my f- this girl I knew, I was pretty good friends with her, Taylor. Mm-hmm. She like walked up to me in the hall one day and she's like, "I heard you got into UT. You should go there and we should live together." And I was like, "Okay." Oh. <laughs> and that was like looking back, that's so funny because that was like such a pivotal moment in my life. Yeah. And then like within two weeks, we had come up here to look at where to live. And then I started going to school here, which I loved. And then eventually, my sister moved to Austin, and then my parents had moved to Austin. So Austin's now home. And I'd graduated college and was a realtor for a while. And that was kind of when the Austin market crashed. Mm. Not that that really had much impact because I had just started. So mm-hmm. I also wasn't like, didn't know what I was doing. So it wasn't like I had a bunch of clients that I lost. But I was just not my thing. It mm-hmm. was like very salesy and not necessarily salesy. It's just like you always have to have that like really personality for yeah. it. And it was just not exactly me. But was not one to give up. So I was talking to my sister over Christmas break and I was like, man, maybe if I was this cool young Austin girl, people would want to buy houses for me. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. So we were like, had this idea because blogging was just getting cool. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to, I think it went something like, I was like, I'm going to start a blog. I'm going to write every day for a year. And what, and my, I was like, what should we call it? And my sister was like, you should call it 365 things Austin. And that's like really how it started. Yeah. So that was probably like right around Christmas. We were at a Mexican restaurant and then there was like five days until New Year's. So mm-hmm. we were like on a napkin writing a list of things to do like every day. Cause it started where like when it was originally a blog, it was like the first day would be like, go to Blant Museum. Mm-hmm. Number two would be like, go to hula hut and every day was like Mm -hmm. I would just post like something to do 
and I would like back then there was like a whole blog mm-hmm. there still is but it was like um that's how I like had done it yeah and then over the time like that has definitely evolved but that's how 365 really did start was just kind of wanting to be a realtor and then or get clients for real estate which mm-hmm. I did and then I stopped being a realtor probably like two or three days three years later mm-hmm. and just did 365 exclusively yeah and mm-hmm. so did you like writing beforehand like Oh, no. I remember okay. in, like, fifth grade or sixth grade, we had to write, like, a little book, mm-hmm. like, and it was, like, you had to draw pages, and then you had to write a story, and it, mine was, like, about, mine was called, like, I Survived a Plane Crash, like, also weird. I don't know why that was, yeah. like, my book. It could be anything. And I remember thinking, like, who would want to be a writer? Like, you have to do homework every day yeah. of your life. Mm-hmm. And that I just vividly remember sitting in the classroom thinking, like, looking at the pages, being like, I'm so uninspired. This is not for me. So then it's funny that that's kind of what I do mm-hmm. now. But when it was happening, I don't. it wasn't like I was a writer. Like, it was just so exciting because blogging was new. Like, social media yeah. really wasn't a thing. Like, mm-hmm. Facebook had just launched mm-hmm. while I was in college. And no one was really, at the time, using social media for, like, business development. Yeah. It was more mm-hmm. of just, like, personal stuff. So it was just more like a creative outlet. It was, like, seeing this thing and being like, hey, like, if I did this, this could be a result. And... It was, it was more of just, like, exciting and new, so I didn't mm-hmm. really see myself as writing. And even now, sometimes, like, when I'm even doing Instagram captions, I don't really love it. <laughs> but it's all part of the job. Yeah. Yeah. And so can you talk a little bit more about, like, your experience being a realtor and how you knew that it really wasn't the right fit for you? If there was, like, values misalignment or, like, it wasn't the lifestyle that you wanted? Um. Well, I mean, this is funny to say because it's a podcast about, like, entrepreneurship and being motivated. Yeah. But I just graduated college and was just – I would say I really found myself after college just as a person. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't a sorority. Um, and stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. I loved UT, but, like, I, I'm not one of those people that just, like, was – through and through UT Mm -hmm. and then I graduated met some like other people that I didn't know from school and Mm -hmm. just was really like finding my own and I just remember in real estate I felt like people wanted me to be showing houses at like nights and weekends and all these times Mm -hmm. when I wanted to like Mm -hmm. be with my friends and like be developing those relationships Mm -hmm. and just I was also young then like way younger so Mm -hmm. I was just wanting that's a a time you definitely should be grinding hard (laughs) but I was not loving the demanding hours Mm -hmm. and it also felt very like I didn't like understand real estate 100% where I should be selling people these like expensive houses and stuff because Mm -hmm. I didn't have the knowledge and I was working under someone who was really amazing and I also saw um she was older yeah and had been in real estate for years and she still was working so hard and I just which is great like Mm -hmm. a testament to her work ethic but it was just thinking to myself like man you are like you're always working. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that was also just a preview of like, I just didn't know if that was something that I saw myself doing. Mm -hmm. And so starting like your own business or own company, have you found that like you've created that work-life balance for yourself? Oh, absolutely. Like at the beginning, it was definitely like a lot Mm -hmm. harder just because you were every dollar mattered and everything was like and I did real estate for a while, and luckily I was working for someone, and I was doing my own real estate. So I had like a hourly income that was mm-hmm. helping supplement some bills, and then I had three sixty five. And three sixty five too is is awesome because it was allowing me back then, which I would like there'd be new places opening that I would get mm-hmm. invited to, so I could take a friend to so do cool. it. Yeah. And so it felt like it was work, and it was also a way for me to spend time mm-hmm. with my friends. So that was just like 
um, now, like, I have girls that are younger than me that love doing that, so I don't yeah. do that as often. But at the time of my life, it couldn't have been better. Like, yeah. just yeah. getting invited to these things. And then I had friends that were just young and single mm-hmm. and also wanting to do whatever. So we would just go do these things, and it was, like, work, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so fun. So can you tell us a little bit more about s- the process to starting 365 Austin, kind of what you originally envisioned it to be and then what it evolved into and what kind of inspired you, I guess, like you've touched on it a little bit, but just expand on that. Um, like I said, I was just a- really about trying to get real estate clients mm-hmm. and Austin, like back then social media, like Instagram wasn't around. I don't think, no, Instagram wasn't around. Neither was mm-hmm. Twitter. Um, so it was really just Facebook and I had just had the idea that people would see that I was doing things in Austin and want to maybe buy a house for mm-hmm. me. So I remember my, my parents and I, and my sister, we went to this, well, two days before this, I went to dinner with this, a friend mm-hmm. and she was like, cause my website was just on WordPress and she was like, <laughs> you should put your website on Facebook. And I read it every day because I'm bored at work and I just yeah. sit there and scroll Facebook. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Yeah. And it was probably like a Thursday night or something. So I went home and I created back then, I think it was called a page or something. And it was just mm-hmm. 365 Things Austin. I loaded up like a few posts and then I didn't think anything of it. And like two days later, we went to like vacation. We were in Scottsdale, Arizona with my family. Mm-hmm. And we, my sister and I were in the lobby and I was like, because I was still having to blog every day. So yeah. I had to like go find free internet. And like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, let's go check this Facebook page. And, like, we opened the Facebook page, and it had, like, 3,000, like, likes. Wow. And my sister and I were like, who are these yeah. people? <laughs> and we were just laughing because it wasn't like I had sent it to anyone. And it was just back then Facebook, like, it had just launched Newsfeed. So mm-hmm. it was, like, just put, like, you might like this in yeah. the Newsfeed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, y'all probably don't even remember when it was, like, <laughs> or even we're on Facebook. But, yeah, it used to, like, suggest stuff. And I guess, like, the algorithm liked it. Mm-hmm. So then – by that March, it had like 30,000 people on wow. the Facebook page that had liked it. And at that point, like every day I would write the blog on the website and mm-hmm. then I would also put it on Facebook. And people started emailing me and were just like, hey, I want to be on your website. Like, mm-hmm. or we want to give you a deal. Like, we'll give all your followers free tacos or a free taco yeah, and nice, all these yeah. type of things. I'd be like, oh, yeah, send it over. That's so mm-hmm. fun. That's so fun. And I'm like, barely paying my bills yeah and so people be like oh we'll pay you and I'm uh-huh. like oh I don't need you money. Yeah. <laughs> like no just send it over that's great content and so that was probably like as early as March people were like trying to like work with mm-hmm. me and that was when Groupon was really mm, popular okay. so we worked with like a local type Groupon that was really great the first year of like making it helping mm-hmm. just like get income and business and we did a ton of those for probably like a year or two and then I had a friend that was working at a startup that wanted to um, advertise with us and was asking our rates and stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? I don't really care. Like, yeah. just send it over. Uh-huh. And he had um, – he's like, well, what if I help you, like, build out an advertising kit, like a kit, a media kit mm-hmm. and that, and I could help on the business development side. So then he came along, and we, like, really worked together mm-hmm. to, like, really – make it more of a business instead Mm -hmm. of just like a side project Mm -hmm. and that at that time too I was like there was just so much more interest in 365 Mm -hmm. versus people wanting to buy houses for me yeah so I was enjoying 365 more but I was still trying to do real estate just to keep the like money coming in because I was working hourly for Mm -hmm. this woman and then um eventually like 365 just kept growing and I was able to just put all of my energy into that yeah Mm. 
But wow. So you like went viral before viral was like a <laughs> yeah. thing, basically. <laughs> it was crazy. I, I mean, at the beginning, too, it was just growing so fast. And then from there, I was just like when new social media platforms mm-hmm. launched, like Instagram was an easy one for me because I've always loved taking photos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also funny. One time I spent forever and scrolled down to like my original Instagram posts. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you thought you were a good photographer. Yeah. Like the awful <laughs> filters you used yeah. to put on stuff. Um, and then Twitter was like an easy one too, because mm-hmm. that was an easy supplement. Mm-hmm. And then also back then all the social medias used to work together really well. Yeah. Like they weren't all this competitive force. It was mm-hmm. very much more like, oh yeah, this is like a, a different avenue to share this content. Mm-hmm. So it was really easy to share everything. It's not like that anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been pretty relevant. Like TikTok has been the hardest one for me mm-hmm. to get involved in, which I luckily I have two great girls that just have really like taken it and done a great job with it but that was the one where I was just like feeling old like I'm I'm tired yeah you kind of touched on this as well before but you know I think 365 things Austin was kind of a is an ambassador for Austin almost where you're constantly showing what it has to offer um but when you started it um influencers were a thing (laughs) and like now influencers are huge for marketing for companies so how did you kind of switch your like business from just posting new things and being that ambassadorship to actually running a full business with it? Um, I think it kind of has come hand on hand, but also just I've always been, which people have always written me and been like, man, you've been such an ambassador, like that word, like mm-hmm. a campaigner for Austin, or you've been yeah. so good. Or when I first moved to Austin, you were just like the best resource for everything. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly most of our content and sponsored content is always stuff that just like really aligns with our values like from the beginning we've said no to just brands that we don't think align with Mm -hmm. us or wouldn't make sense so I think it makes our feed for the most part feel pretty like organic like it is just like it still stems from like a love from Austin too yeah 365 and then the content we post is stuff that I really believe in Mm -hmm. so it makes it easy for it to also just kind of all come together yeah yeah but it does it is hard because it is weird when people like think that I'm this brand ambassador for Austin which it is a blessing because at the Mm -hmm. beginning I didn't want my face to ever be part of it because people used to be like you should be the face of 365 (laughs) and I'd always be like well if I ever wanted to sell it one day or grow in other cities Mm. or all of that yeah yeah I don't want it to be like around my face I want it to be the brand instead Mm -hmm. but like sometimes I'll post news articles and people get like so mad Mm -hmm. and stuff or they'll be like and that's another thing, too. They'll, like, get the news from me. I'm like, no, no, no. Please get your news from, like, a news source. <laughs> yeah. Like, I am trusted. I do the best I can yeah. to, like, obviously I post stuff that I mm-hmm. is the truth and has mm-hmm. been validated. But sometimes I'm like, hey, don't shoot the messenger if you don't like yeah. what I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. second of all, when people are like, thanks for posting this. You're my news source. I'm like, okay, I love mm-hmm. to hear that. But also look at some other news yeah. sources. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the only one. That's yeah. so funny. And so with marketing, what is like your current marketing strategy? Is it mostly just like across social media and trying to, trying to like grow there? Is it still kind of like the website aspect of it? No, mostly right now it's social media. Okay. Um, we like dab, like before the pandemic, we were also doing mm-hmm. a ton of events and we okay. had event yeah. partnerships. So that was huge for us and mm-hmm. amazing. We have dabbled in that post the pandemic, mm-hmm. but Right now, it's most of our same. stuff is, yeah. like, on social media mm-hmm. and affiliate links and stuff yeah. like that. Do you have, like, pretty level, like, um, followers or engagement on all of them? Or is there one that's really high? Um, I would definitely say for us, 
Instagram is the highest. Mm-hmm. Um, our TikTok engagement is great, but I find that like it's just harder harder to monetize in a sense. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. just because like the videos and stuff, the engagement varies so much, video yeah. to video to video. Yeah. Where we can give a better like, we can give a better like, uh, what's it called? It's better, re- more consistent results mm-hmm. on yeah. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. I know you grew up in Austin and so you kind of like know about the Austin life, but how do you research and like discover these new things that are always popping up? Cause there's a ton of things constantly in Austin. They feel like every yes, time like, I I'm like, Oh, agree. where do I go get food? Like there's always something new. I feel like in the beginning I was like subscribed to Austin monthly and mm-hmm. just like all the Austin publications. My mom is also amazing. She like gets like anytime she's anywhere, she gets like the free little magazines and will send me Aww. pictures of like here are the events going on. But I also get a ton of press releases. Mm. Um, the I the girls that work for me are a little bit younger, so they always have like that crowd yeah. mm-hmm. of like those new things. Yeah, a lot of people reach out to me when they're opening something, okay. so I kind of know ahead of time. And then I still like am so follow the news and mm-hmm. stuff. There's stuff I see all the time that. I didn't know first but definitely just I feel like a lot of people know that I'm posting new stuff so they're always yeah. sending it to me even friends will be like oh this is a f- or they'll send me a picture of a vacant thing in their neighborhood and it'll be like a liquor license on it so mm-hmm. then I'll like go figure out like what they're trying mm-hmm. to open there be. or do yeah. research yeah so it takes a village yeah yeah Lots do you all constantly like update or like put new things on or is there like a, a set schedule for like a list of new things mm-hmm. um basically it depends like some people reach out to us and they're like we're not ready to post about this yet mm-hmm. but okay when we are like will you we want to work with you so that's yeah. always awesome sometimes if we're not working with them and it's just organic i'll see something and i'll post about it mm-hmm. and that is sometimes good sometimes bad mm-hmm. like sometimes yeah. people because one time someone was going through permitting and i didn't know it and i posted about it and then it t- was this whole thing mm-hmm. which was kind of sucked yeah. um but in general, I have the best of intentions. Like, I yeah, really do try to sure. support small mm-hmm. businesses and want people to succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, I want yeah. to have new places to go and yeah. new things to do and all of that. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. funny because I, like, walk on the trail every day and um, the boardwalk, and I love it. Mm-hmm. But, like, to your point, like, it's, like, sometimes I'll be like, huh, that building just popped yeah. up out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. That's new. Yeah. 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 It is. It's got to check that one really out. really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, my friend's dad was driving in town the other day, and he called me. He was like, what is that building he was describing? And I was like, oh, that's the meta building. Yeah. Oh, like, you already <laughs> knew that one. <laughs> <laughs> he was just laughing at me. He was yeah. like, I knew I called the right girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. And I noticed um, like on y'all's Instagram and TikTok as well, like y'all are regularly keeping up with the trends as well. Like y'all's Instagram is very consistent and has a, like a really good flow. And I think a lot of viewers on Instagram love that consistency look to pages. Um, so was that kind of difficult, like transitioning with all of the trend changes in marketing mm. as well? Um, yes and no. I think that like the Instagram has been pretty easy for me because like 365 itself is just based on consistency. Like mm-hmm. the first year of like blog, like basically every day there's been a post on it since it started mm-hmm. and blogging. So like with the Instagram, it's just been like people like it. I do a have a rule like we never do sponsored stuff back to back to back so yeah and there's enough organic content too and happy hours that you can kind of just <laughs> google something real mm-hmm. fast or yeah. something i know of. i'm just kind of like we'll throw it in there and be like oh and i'm like one of i have a few friends that always take good photos and they'll also send me content mm-hmm. so yeah it's pretty yeah. 
Yeah. It it flows pretty well. It does. And I love the um if you look on the Instagram where it's like the three pinned yeah. images, it says like three sixty five things and it's so on brand with so, it. So yeah, we actually just launched that in May because okay. we did a huge rebrand. So mm. we did our new logo and all of that, which we'd been working on for the past year. Yeah. So then when we launched it, I just like pinned it all the top. It's cute. I liked it. It's cute. I, I like the it. flow of it through through but the images. Yeah. Good, thank yeah. you. I really like it. And so I know you've touched on like your team a little bit and that they're younger than you. Is that intentional to kind of hit like different audiences and like mm-hmm. the different trends within social media like they kind of have an eye for it like especially on there's tiktok there's also people that work with me that are my age <laughs> okay it's okay. just I'm not like ages or anything yeah. but um no it wasn't intentional from the beginning mm-hmm. but now it's just funny the type the the girl that like has been doing her content actually mm-hmm. yesterday was her last day because she's mm-hmm. leaving for like a nine to five job yeah. and i was so sad to see yeah. her go because she's amazing but she like had high she had brought a friend on to help mm-hmm. with tiktok and so, because we had hired and I just couldn't find the right fit. And yeah. then she was like, reached out to me. And so that was how that happened. Yeah. It was just like a friend of a friend. And yeah. then the interns of the interns we've worked with, mm-hmm. it just, uh, we just pay our interns less, you know, yeah. because mm-hmm. it's not a full time job. Yeah. So by nature, we're hiring younger, younger people. Yeah. Um, but I will say, the younger people know their stuff, <laughs> especially when it comes to TikTok and yeah. that stuff. Like, it's great of keeping up with just like song trends and mm-hmm. even on Instagram, like what people want to be doing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I wouldn't say that I've ever been one to use hashtags or follow trends. Yeah. So it's helpful to have people, the girls that do it. Yeah. And keep me in line yeah. doing checking those spaces because I'm definitely not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, how do you stay motivated to do all of this? Like, having your own business, running a company, having like a team under you and employees like how do you stay motivated day to day and stay creative and continuously providing new content um I would say luckily I'm a routine person okay I've always been my whole life yeah so that has been easy to like keep the work Mm -hmm. going and the team is really great about working together so I don't feel like I ever have too much on my plate yeah I would say definitely the creativity part is hard Mm -hmm. because like you can force yourself to work or work out yeah. or do those things, but that's just like work. But like, I just don't feel like you can force yourself to be creative. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes yeah. you're like, this is a great idea. Or I want to do this project. Sometimes I'm just like, my mind is tired. And yeah. I feel that on social media mm-hmm. a lot where social media, as much as I love it, and it's my job. It can be extremely toxic Yeah, and draining and yeah. extremely draining mm-hmm. and always just having to have fresh content. So for me, it's just been delegating the work mm-hmm. is like when I, go on vacation I for one I also don't even get on my own social media anymore yeah which is a blessing and a curse like I don't know if I need to but like I just don't use social media at all for myself Mm -hmm. which helps me like not be on it too much Mm -hmm. and then whenever I'm on vacation and stuff I also have other people that take over and usually I can come back from vacation Mm -hmm. and feel like fresh or re-inspired or have new ideas yeah or just getting ideas from other people yeah like the mm-hmm. team like just yeah. asking them what, like what do you want to work on mm-hmm. or is there like places you want to go and check out or lists you want to make and working together to like yeah. do those things and so your team sounds great how did you like build them around your like find these people did some <laughs> of them find you you found them I would say most of them I found okay um or they found me I don't know so yeah one of my best friends she well she wasn't at the time but mm-hmm. I knew her her um sister and she she needed a job and so mm-hmm. she was like hey like 
can you want to she started working for us like she was also starting her own company at the same time but needed to help because she has she does pr so i was like okay great so she's working with us and then on her like first day she's like and i was telling her i needed like more help just like on the day day she's like well Mm -hmm. i know this girl emily She's like, you should hire her. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I was like, sure, bring this Emily girl yeah. in. So this Emily girl comes in, thinks she's like having an interview, and I was like, oh no, you're hired. Like I want yeah. you this, 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 and yeah. this. And then Emily just like slowly started taking on more stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she brought a friend. And then we had needed an editor, so like, um, someone had recommended this person mm-hmm. who is amazing. And then the person that does business development, like he was a friend, mm-hmm. and he came, and so. I can't say and then we've had people like on and off that have worked for us for a while but they've kind of all been like friends or friends of friends yeah. that needed mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. or wanted to work with us mm-hmm. um on certain projects yeah so, okay that makes sense I mean I'm organic not, yeah, I'm, yeah. And I'm totally open to uh hiring new people but it's just definitely a lot because of mm-hmm. like just like the passwords and all of yeah. that stuff I know yeah. every, I mean I'm not like sending people to Mars here so it's not like that <laughs> crazy but yeah. I'm just very protective of like who we share those things yeah. with and stuff like that yeah because mm-hmm. you have to train them vet everybody mm-hmm. go through onboarding yeah. the whole mm-hmm. process yeah yeah and I am a lot of things but I'm not a teacher like <laughs> I am just not good at it like the yeah. training process and all that is not for me yeah mm-hmm. so do you um have like a limit on like the surrounding areas that y'all go to and look at new businesses oh like what are the outskirts yeah. like do you go like, to like like round sub- rock yeah like the suburbs um, yeah for sure like we actually have a san antonio account so that makes oh, it wow. easy for okay. us to do anything from like here to san antonio between, yeah and then here we have like cover anything from like fredericksburg and the hill okay. country to bastrop yeah even up to like waco and oh, if wow, something was okay. like amazing in dallas I forgot something was opening in Dallas and I posted about it because I was like, mm-hmm. this is just cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have like 365 Texas, which we're thinking about starting. Oh, like, okay. I'm really like yeah. getting behind that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, just seeing about the bandwidth mm-hmm. and that. But Austin, we really do like central Texas. Yeah. So like, okay. The Hill Country is okay and all of mm-hmm. that. And just making a judgment call. And if sometimes if people think it's too far, that's fine. Mm-hmm. They don't have to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes it a little bit easier with like sourcing content yeah, with yeah. like a bigger area instead of like just downtown yes. Austin. Yeah. yeah the sure. first year I did it when I was blogging every day mm-hmm. on something to do, I think I made sure everything had the address of Austin. Yeah. Because like, okay. that, that was makes like sense. important to me yeah. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then as I was still for years, I still post something mm-hmm. to do every single day and they, they were all numbered. And I was trying, like, I was slowly not running out of things to do, but like yeah. that slowly became like Round Rock or Pflugerville yeah. or Bastrop. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still, I, it's, it's just everything in Austin, I would say mo- for the most part is something you can drive to and do in a day. For sure. Okay. Yeah. But everyone has a car too. I feel yeah. like in Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Do y'all get like, um, businesses from say Dallas or Fredericksburg that will contact y'all for a sponsorship? Yeah. We actually work with the Fredericksburg Visitors Bureau. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, so that's been great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, love working with Fredericksburg I love Fredericksburg too as a city mm-hmm. it's just so, so fun cute. and yeah. cute and if I could move out there and do 365 Fredericksburg <laughs> I would yeah. uh, but it's just a smaller town but it's, I think it's a great addition to Austin mm-hmm. and a great like place to go yeah and then yes there are people that mm-hmm. from even people reach out to us and they're like hey we're gonna have this event in Austin and Houston or Austin and Dallas like mm-hmm. do you have a platform there or can you post both dates or 
you know, do you just want to work in Austin? Yeah. So it just depends on the client and what it is. Yeah. Is that y'all's main like profit way is through those sponsorships? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like so we have different we have different marketing packets. Some mm -hmm. clients work with okay. us on a monthly basis. Some work on a yearly basis. Mm -hmm. Some are one offs, and some. So it just depends on them. Yeah. And a lot of clients too have been working with us for years, which is great because they understand just like what we need. Yeah. Like for posting, mm -hmm. we'd have a good rapport, which mm -hmm. is great. I like I love repeat clients. Yeah. Yeah. Or I just love ones like that. We just are on a quarterly. Loyal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's great. Have a relationship. And so working with so many different customers or clients, people going so many different places. Do you have any favorite experiences or stories that you've come across so far? Mm, I mean, I've done so many cool things. Like mm -hmm. I've gone in helicopters and oh, wow. boats. That's and so yeah. fun. I went to Del Match Play. I got hit in the face with a golf ball, <laughs> which was interesting. Yeah. Uh, but that was fun. I was like, it was the first year Del Match Play. Uh, so that was, and I had, you know, I ended up in the emergency room. So that was no. interesting. Oh, yeah. But it was cool because then the next year they were like inviting me back and I got to like walk with like Jordan Spieth on wow. for a few mules. Oh, yeah. Which is fun. And it was actually the hole that I got hit in the face with the golf ball, which was like totally full circle. Yeah. This is deja vu. Made up for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was really fun. Um, yeah. There's just been a lot of cool opportunities. Mm -hmm. Like people that have cool products that they want us to try yeah. and like cool experiences. Mm -hmm. And then just always eating at new restaurants yeah. and trying them out too. What are your absolute favorite aspects of Austin and things to do here? <laughs> that's a hard one this is the golden question uh man that is tough uh i would say austin like this is a dumb answer because <laughs> but it's true like i think austin is like such a great community like mm -hmm. i think overall people like still have that small town feeling yeah. even though it's like growing but i feel like for the most part people really do support each other mm -hmm. they want good things mm -hmm. to happen yeah like i have great friends here i have great family here like it's just like a great it's a really a city that supports each other. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like everyone, too, like, loves Austin from, like, the second they moved here or yeah. got here. Mm -hmm. They have their, their own stories. I just, I feel like I have family that lives all over and growing up in Houston. I've never met a city that loves themselves as much as Austin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really haven't. Yeah. Like, no one, like, gets as excited about mm -hmm. it and stuff. And I think that's just really cool. Yeah. yeah. And so do you think you'll stay in Austin for, like, the foreseeable future? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would like to spend more time, like especially in the summers, like traveling. Yeah. But Austin, I love fall in Austin is like my Perfect. favorite thing. Yes. Yeah. I love uh -huh. fall, but I love fall in Austin. And also like back to like what I think is so good about Austin, which is hard because I just got back from Colorado <laughs> and the outdoor life is so good yeah. there. But in the fall and stuff, Austin is just so nice to be outside. Mm -hmm. There's oh, like yeah. walking on the trail around the mm -hmm. lake or going out to like a little bit further outside the city yeah. and going on hikes around there. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. There's just a lot to offer. Yeah. yeah. It really is. Yeah. I would say like summer right now going on trails, it's rough. Oh, I I'm can't. like dying. Yeah. I'm dying. I can't. Like it is too much for I me. I have to wait till like eight o'clock to go. Yes. It's yeah. just too much. Yeah. This summer has felt especially brutal to me and I. It has been brutal. Don't know what it is, but it is almost depressing. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Because you can't even like. Oven. You can't even walk outside and go get like a coffee without no, drenched enjoyable. in sweat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It isn't. It's yeah. like getting. 
getting in your car, like your steering wheel is hot. Like mm-hmm. yes, it it has just been rough. Yeah. yeah, the last I feel like the last three to four weeks I've been really over it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting for that first day when you walk outside and you can feel like it's not cold yet, but you the air feels different. A slight yes. breeze. Yeah, I just can't <laughs> wait to be able to wear a jacket outside and yeah. be comfortable. Oh, yeah. same. Yeah, I love a jacket. I I'm a sweatshirt girl yeah, so much. Me too. So I'm. And just all, fall, the changing of the seasons mm-hmm. has always been my favorite. Yeah, yeah. And then luckily in Austin, we have such a good, through spring. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. The outside and all that. Yeah. Okay. So kind of last question, could you offer some insights for people that may be aspiring bloggers or just like content creators, especially on social media? Like what would be a focus or just like advice, I guess, for exploring like a niche in their city? Um, I would say to be consistent. Mm-hmm. I think that is like one of the things that led to my success was like just staying consistent. Yeah. It's hard for me because I would say I to, to say like I would say like stay in your lane, mm-hmm. meaning like just find something that you're good at and want to explore yeah. and do yeah. that. But uh, here I am just like covering all of Austin. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. I could be doing the United States. But yeah. No, <laughs> staying in Austin. But I would say the number one thing I've learned is just like consistency mm-hmm. really does matter. And um, like willing to collaborate mm-hmm. and just reaching out to people yeah. and trying to be vulnerable and putting mm-hmm. yourself in uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. and saying like you know trying to find you and also find things that haven't been done before yeah um would be another thing yeah. yeah and so are there any specific tools like tangible things that helped you so like to be consistent do you use like a calendar or a planner or certain like <laughs> programs that you use no <laughs> which is crazy. all in the brain all yeah the brain. Uh, and i i can tell people that if anyone that works for me is listening to that they're like she's right she's yeah. everything <laughs> in her head we have systems we use like slack and asana okay, which okay. is like content yeah. management yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. but other people are the ones that are like putting it in there making me yeah and i would say both uh, asana is our content management tool which is amazing mm-hmm. and would totally recommend it uh, but me personally, I really like, I do a lot of things well, but I probably have like 50,000 unread emails on my phone. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm an organized person, but it's like organized chaos in my head. Yeah. 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 So, but it all makes sense to you. That's yes, what matters. Yeah. That's what <laughs> yes. matters. But as far yeah. as like asking for a tool, I would say to find the tool that works for you. Mm-hmm. Like, so if yeah. people are someone that likes a list mm-hmm. or planners or digital versus writing yeah. it down, um, just find a way to keep yourself accountable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now um, we're going to go into the rapid fire question segment. So these are just quick answer, whatever is on the top of your mind whenever we ask them. So first up, something no one would expect about you. I threw up on a president. <laughs> so do we, we do a whole story? Is that just <laughs> like the, an actual president? I think we actually <laughs> have okay. to go through the story. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay. So growing up, my dad's best friend, he used to fly Marine One, which is, like, the helicopters. Mm-hmm. So they were at Ellington Field, um, which is a airport outside Houston. Okay. And my uncle, or my dad's best friend, we called him Uncle, mm-hmm. he used to, like, he was like, hey, if you guys come up here, you guys could get on Air Force One or get on Marine mm-hmm. One. Like, George, Bu- it was George Bush Sr. He's like, he's <laughs> going to be here. So I remember being there with my dad. I was probably, like, five. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, we were under this tree. I was like, Dad, I'm so hot. My dad's like, Okay, yeah, whatever. Giving me, like, mm-hmm, orange yeah. juice. And then, sure enough, the 
uh, the helicopter lands. They get off. They're like cleaning it, and then there's like a bunch of people lined up, and my dad's like holding me, and the pres like George Bush is coming around, shaking everyone's hand. And I'm like, Dad, I don't feel really yeah, good. Like he gets to my dad, and they're like, my dad's talking to him, and he like I just throw up all over him, and oh he looks at my dad, God. and he was like, must be a Democrat. <laughs> and then they like took him off and changed, and they like took me back and gave me water and stuff. But oh my dad was my just gosh. like, oh. My God, Christy. But um, then he and my mom still got to go on this stuff. But the they were like cleaning the helicopter and stuff. And he's like, Is this girl going to go on? Maybe not this one. We'll, we'll just have her stand outside. Yeah. But it was just like, my dad was just, mo- of course, mortified. Oh <gasps> my God. That's probably the greatest story I've ever heard <laughs> yeah. in my entire life. I love that story. I don't story. think anybody else like on this planet no. can say that. No. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But like, my dad will say, looking back, like he was just like so breezy about the whole experience yeah. like you know of course my daughter was horrified. can he laugh about it now like do y'all laugh about it now oh yeah i think yeah. he was laughing about it that night like after yeah. he like calmed down and his blood pressure went down yeah. <laughs> i don't know, I have to ask him like now it's funny but i'm at the time he was definitely horrified yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm sure the president remembers that to this day <laughs> you are like engraved in his mind yeah probably. so yeah that is so funny i'm dead okay <laughs> i love that next one what's your morning routine um, I'm definitely a morning person. So okay. I get up every morning, like naturally like, between like 6.15 and 6.30. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, pretty much have my whole life. And yeah. then I feed my pets and then mm. I walk outside and there's community pets. So there's Aww. three cats that lay literally on my doorstep. Yeah. So I have to feed them, which they're just funny because... They were the, they're the community, but for some reason I must be getting the bef- the best food or something. Yeah, once you start feeding them, they're n- they're never <laughs> they're, gonna go. They're away. never <laughs> going away. Yeah, yeah. But I always am like pretty much out the door within like ten minutes to go work out. Mm-hmm. I usually like I work out with a trainer, but then mm-hmm. even afterwards, or if a day I don't have a trainer, I like swim every day for an hour. Oh wow! And that's okay. like my like non-negotiable. Like yeah. I yeah. think about my day. It's good for like my mental health. Mm-hmm. It's good for everything. So I swim for an hour. I usually come back. Um, grab my phone and I like go walk on the tr- boardwalk probably for like 20 and 30 minutes and I yeah. like go through the emails on my phone that I can just delete real quick mm-hmm. and then I come back and like would make a breakfast and then like kind of get on my computer and yeah. like get more into like Start. emails and mm-hmm. stuff but I try especially while it's so hot to like get a little bit of outside time yeah. in the before yeah. it gets too hot you have a very yeah. productive morning yeah. <laughs> I will say what is the most important lesson you've learned in life oh, that's <laughs> a deep question I would say the most important lesson I learned in life, I mean, ra- without pertaining just to work, I would just say that it's compl- the ra- the true randomness and unpredictability of it. Like, mm-hmm. kind of how we were saying, like, did you ever think you'd see, be yourself, see yourself as a writer? Yeah. No, I think I have always had, like, the entrepreneur um, spirit. Like, mm-hmm. I was always, like, selling pens and stuff in yeah. school, <laughs> kind of, like, always trying to find ways to make money and have businesses, but... Mm-hmm. Um, just even 365 has gone down so many different paths yeah. and like meeting people. And one of my best friends, um, I met him on Twitter. Like mm-hmm. he oh, messaged wow. me on Twitter yeah. and now I'm friends with his wife. And mm-hmm. the girl is one of the girls that I was talking about earlier that like she introduced me to the, some of the girls that works for us. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the crazy th- ways that it's all played out mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't plan it. Like you think that like you have it all figured out and you don't. Yeah. No. Just got to accept it. Yeah. yeah. Go with the Take flow. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay what does founding fearless mean to you i think like it just means being brave in situations that are uncomfortable mm-hmm. and that what's brave to me is probably different 
to someone else and mm-hmm. that can mean for somebody just getting up one day for another person can mean public speaking but yeah. like I think doing the thing that you're scared of to keep you going forward is what you need to keep doing mm-hmm. like and if even if just one thing happens that doesn't go your way is not letting that stop you or yeah. derail you mm-hmm. yeah love that and lastly how do listeners get in touch with you I would say not to DM me because it's a whole wild west in the DMs. <laughs> so you should email me at Christy, K-R-I-S-T-Y, at 365thingsaustin.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to subscribe and follow to the Founding Fearless podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to like, rate, and leave us a review. Founding Fearless. Founding Fearless.